Hello folks, uh, some wisdom for your walk today. The subject of today is real near and dear to me. It's very personal. It's really a kind of a lifelong principle uh, that I decided to obey when I was 18 years old. I was reading through the Bible. Uh, I recommend highly you read through the Bible. That way you don't miss anything. You ask the Holy Spirit as you're reading to give you wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of the Word of God, and He will. Nothing better I could recommend, of course, than that. Uh, but in the reading of the Bible, there's one area that really has stuck out to me as, as a young man and all through my years now has helped me, I believe, in more ways than I could mention to you and wouldn't even know about. And it is the area of wisdom. Now, this is wisdom for your walk. It makes sense, makes sense that I would do wisdom, right? Uh, in James chapter 1, in verse 5, it says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Now, I think that's just, you got to know that, one five of James. It shall be given him. Uh, may, this may be one of the most important decisions uh, that I made in my whole life. Now, that's big. This is in at least the top three, four decisions I've made in my whole life, is to seek God's face for wisdom. I have been since 18 years old, honestly, in my prayer and in my daily walk, Seeking God's face for wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of the Word of God. I often ask for <clears throat> a photographic memory of the Word of God. And I don't have it, but I, I've asked for it all these years, and God's helped me have a good memory of the Bible. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5, it says, Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of, of my mouth. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. That's it. Man. In Proverbs 16, 16, it says, How much better is wisdom to get, how much better it is to get wisdom than gold, to get understanding rather than to be chosen than silver. Now, folks, people spend their whole life chasing gold and silver. And the Bible says, don't, don't spend your most of your energy. Everybody's got to make a living, right? And food, money, and uh, I understand that. But don't, don't spend all your talent, all your study time, all of your expend your, your energy on silver and gold. It says spend it on uh, wisdom. Wisdom. The Word of God, the Bible is, is compared oftentimes, Psalm 34, as uh, better than gold. And more precious in gold than fine gold. Psalm, I believe, it was Psalm nineteen, Psalm eight, other psalms. And so, this wisdom, I began to say, Lord God, I, I want wisdom. Give me wisdom. I got to have wisdom, Father. I need wisdom. And in my prayer time, I would pray for a lot of different things. I have prayer requests, uh, lists. Of course, people pay, pray for their own families, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. You pray for your neighbors. You should love your neighbors yourself. So you ought to have a whole list of those immediately around you in your mind and pray for them that they could be saved. Try to do things to give them the gospel. 
You should pray for your country, for kings and those in authority, leadership. Uh, that your country, why? That you have peace so that the gospel will go forth and you have be able to have the gospel go forth. You have to have peace for have the, to have the gospel go forth in mass at least. And so you ought to pray for your nation. Uh, you ought to pray for the lost, of course, that you meet, people in the restaurant, people you meet in the stores, that God puts on your heart, pray that they be saved. But then you want to pray for yourself. You want to pray that you're, you stay righteous and true to God, that you become, you stay pleasing in His sight, you do those things which are pleasing to Him, and that you have wisdom and understanding and knowledge of the Word of God. This has helped me over and over and over and over again. Because think about it. Wisdom is the use of knowledge. You can be as smart and not know how to change your tire. I mean, you can have, you can have real smarts and not have practical wisdom of life. Wisdom is the application, the how-to of knowledge. And so just to have knowledge, we may not do too well. I've known some preachers that have the Bible almost memorized and made terrible errors in decision-making and, and flopped because they knew the book, but they didn't have balance. They didn't have wisdom. So in all my getting, get wisdom. In all my effort, get wisdom. You say, well, Brother Bill, how do you get wisdom? I mean, you know, it's not something you can shazam, right? I mean, you can't like, woo, I got wisdom. No, you got to go to God. James chapter 1, verse 5. You go to God, and you say, God, you said you'd give me wisdom and not upbraid me. You're not going to chew me out for repetitively coming to you and nagging you, if you want to put it that way, for wisdom. I want wisdom. I must have it. God, give it to me. You said you'd give it to me. You said you won't upbraid me. You said it's a principal thing. You said in all my getting to get it, I want wisdom. Give me wisdom. Now, folks, I can't tell you anything better. I can't say anything more more beneficial to you than that you would focus your life on getting the wisdom from God. Wisdom from God. And when he gives it to you, you won't even know you have it. Your decision making will just be the right, it'll be the right decisions. It'll be the eternally valuable decisions. See, because you always got that going on, the, the temporal value, eternal value thing. And so you want your decision making to be eternally valuable. Otherwise it's just gone, poof. And blowing up when you die, it's gone. And so, praise the Lord, I'm now 69 years old, and I look back on my life, and I see so many things that God guided me through, the minefields of this life, the pitfalls of this life, and he's guided me around them and by them and over them, and helped me to produce something of, of, of value. Uh, I'm coming to the end of my life now. And so I look back and I say, praise God, hallelujah. A life lived for wisdom is a life lived without regret. If you live for wisdom, you'll not go back like, I'm 69, I'm looking back, I don't have regret. Oh, I mean, there are small little areas I wish I'd have done more of, better of, more thoroughly of, but I've, I've tried to seek God in reading the Bible. and I've supported and helped the local church in every way I know to help it. I've tried to win souls, tell, spread the God good news. I've not been ashamed of the name of Jesus in any way. I've worn on my shirts, put it on my truck, talked to people about it wherever I went. I've, uh, um, I've tried to support missionaries around the world, not just locally, and be all over missions and have a mission-mindedness about me. I've tried to do good unto all men, especially them in the household of faith. 
man, I want to do good to my neighbors, my friends, my neighbors. If I can do good to somebody, I want to be. I want to do good to them, whether they're saved or not saved. And so, in fulfilling all of that, you end up with a good life, and a fulfilling life, and a sweet life, and if I may say, better life to come. May the Lord help you as as we go over some wisdom for your walk.